0: I'm Mayor Deb Finan, and today I'm here with Councilmember Matt Gladney. Uh, Matt, you are an at-large council member, is that right? Yes. So why don't you tell everybody what that means?
1: Well, the council is comprised of uh, nine members, including yourself, and uh, five of us uh, represent districts, so the city is divided up into districts, and and then there's three of us who represent uh, the city uh, as a whole. And that's called at large. So I'm one of the three uh, at large members.
0: So rather than have a specific geographic area that you represent, you are a member who represents everyone. That's correct. Okay. So, might um, you give us a sense of what the shelter in place has been like for you and your family? And, you know, give us, you know, some idea of how you've been coping with the stay at home order?
1: Well, I've been fortunate enough uh, to be able to work from home with my job, so that's been a blessing. Uh, my spouse is uh, doing the same, so we're at home pretty much all day. Uh, I, I do go out for, for walks uh, a few times a day, so that's been very helpful, especially uh, you know as the sun comes out more and more. And, uh, and then we've been wearing masks uh, and we wear those when we go into situations where, um, social distancing, um, may not always work a hundred percent. So like if, you know, we go to the grocery store and, you know, sometimes people get closer than six feet there and that kind of thing. Uh, um, or, um, like going to a restaurant, let's say to pick up something, um, from, from for dinner or whatever from there. Um, so, so yeah, it's 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 been uh, an adjustment, but I think uh, I count myself on more like the fortunate end of things, uh, and that I still have uh, an income, knock on wood, and uh, and I still have my health. So yeah.
0: So you you are someone that um, really gets out and about. You're someone who enjoys, you know, weekend trips to St. Louis and. Um, you know, being out at restaurants or going to the movies. Um, what has, you know, what are you concerned about as you think long-term about our community and those small businesses that you have been supporting? Have you, you know, what, what have you um, been trying to do to, to help them during all of this?
1: Well, I mean, as you can, probably relate to, I mean, when you are a uh, representative, you have that added stress then of not necessarily just worrying about your own personal situation, but the situation of the community you represent. And so that's been on my mind. And I worry about the, well, aside from obviously the, the current situation, uh, the future landscape uh, economically uh, of the city, uh, everywhere uh, from, you know, the, the viability of uh, development and, businesses down to you know everybody who works and has a job uh making this community uh, the great place that it is so um i, I don't know i don't know i, I keep going over in my head like so um what are things going to look like uh when the stay in, at home order starts to lift uh, which i think will probably be gradually but you know what 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 will what will it be like and what will businesses need in order to survive and how much help Will we uh, as a city be able to provide and, and or, or how much is going to be kind of just um, Kind of be up to to fate. I don't know. It, it's 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 a it's a stress uh, and You know, there's so much about our community that I think has been successful um, And I don't know I, I I just don't know how much of that momentum uh, has been has been lost so
0: so you you also serve for the city on the 40 North board and 40 North is really, you know, our arts council yeah. or the city of Champaign. So 40 North supports a lot of uh, local artists and, and helps them, you know, get a living wage and and survive in this community, showcases their art. Have you all um, had a 40 North meeting since all of this has started and you know what what's going on on the arts front with respect to how our community is responding.
1: Yes we have had meetings uh, and it's sort of been a mixed bag so on the one hand um, it's it's um, it's made an impact on 40 North personnel uh, but also we, they were able to put together a virtual boneyard arts festival. So that's something that happens every, usually every April in the community, all across Champaign County, actually. Uh, but where you know they have uh, physical locations that folks can go to and uh, view art, and obviously that wasn't able to occur this year. But they were able to instead promote those artists online and and you know put their art up and and link to to places where you could you know look at more of their art and maybe purchase their art. So Um, That was a way to kind of do the the best with a kind of a bad situation. Um, But also one of the things Forty North does uh, with the city of Champaign is the Friday Night Live, which is every summer, every Friday evening in the summer from 6 to 8 downtown. And where we have uh, usually four locations downtown where artists perform music. And we also have other types of artists doing uh, doing things down there. They're very closely monitoring and working with the city on on how, if at all, that's going to be able to occur this summer, because that's that's something else that this situation has, um, you know, put a question mark on.
0: Sure. And I know, um, you know, Park District has canceled events at the Virginia through I think that second week in May. Mm-hmm. And I assume we'll extend that now that the governor has extended his order. So, you know, it, it is, it is something that is kind of an ever-evolving thing as we move forward. Um, one of the things I I wonder about is is whether or not you have seen anything in the community um, during all of this, that you've really found uplifting and hopeful, um, from either other community members or acts of kindness that you've seen that you'd like to highlight.
1: Oh, sure. There's been a, um, a lot of it. I mean, um, everything from just you know folks on social media, you know, offering to listen if someone has you know is going through something uh, you know emotionally about what's going on uh, to folks you know making masks for others in the community and and for um, you know health workers in the community and dropping those off uh, to folks supporting the local restaurants and businesses that are able to do like you know delivery or, or curbside pickup um, and then everyone's been really I feel like not to say people aren't friendly, but other times, but people have been super friendly, I think, since this has been happening. Like, you know, I mentioned earlier, I've been going a lot of walks during this and um, people are very polite about, um, you know, moving off, you know, six feet or so if they're passing one another, but also doing it with a smile uh, or a wave uh, and, um, and then, yeah, I don't know, it, it, there's, there's, been a, there's been a lot of, of, of folks. And then, you know, we've lost some community members, obviously, um, to this virus. And situations have been such that, you know, maybe funerals or, or, or things have not been able to be attended by uh, as many people as maybe, you know, we would have liked to have had. So I've seen folks do drive by, you know, Drive-bys in their cars, like parades, uh, like by a, a, a spouse's house who who lost somebody, and like will you know be honking and waving and just providing comfort and support uh, in the best way that they can while this is all happening. And I don't know, it, it, that, those are all great things.
0: It it may it does really feel like we're a connected community. Um, you know, we are, we're in that odd space where we're a mid-sized town where sometimes we can feel quite large and um, kind of hard to get to know people. Something about this has really, I think, drawn people together. And we feel more like the community I remember growing up in, maybe you as well, right. where we felt a lot more small town, like you really knew your neighbors and, and the people at the grocery store. Yeah. And I like
1: that. Yeah, uh, same here, same here.
0: So are there, are there things about your current lifestyle that you're hoping continue um, as we work into our new normal? Do you like working from home? Um, not really. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the honest word. You work. Of
1: um, you know, I, I miss having, I miss getting up and going somewhere. And uh, I, I, I miss my cubicle and I miss my coworkers and the human interactions, like the physical interactions, you know, like being um, near people and being able to, to, to attend a meeting or to give a presentation uh, with people in a room um, or to just go out and um, walk around and there be, you know, other people out there and you're not afraid to, you know, be closer than six feet. And uh, yeah, I don't know. There's just a lot about um, the. I guess it's the lack of mobility and the lack of a destination uh, that I, I miss. Um, I mean, home is fine, but um, I, uh, I, I I see more of my home than I maybe care for right now. But you know, I say that, but um, I'm also very. Like I said, I'm very fortunate that I I, I can I can I can work from home. And that I have my health, and I'm able to go out and walk and and I'm the 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 biggest thing I guess I have to complain about right now is that you know I, I wish I could not be home as much as I am. so yeah
0: So, how are you continuing to stay connected to city government and your constituents during all of this?
1: Well, um, you know th- thankfully, technology takes care of a lot of that. So you know we've been continuing to have council meetings uh, via Zoom. And um, you know, we, we continue to get emails not only from our city staff but from constituents. And uh, I even even as you know, so there's been a lot of you know the whole support the restaurants um, initiative where you know you can order and get curbside pickup. I've I've heard from you know even in those small brief exchanges, I've heard from you know folks during those moments that have concerns about um, you know when is yard waste pickup going to occur and that kind of thing. Um, and then just, uh, just in, in general, you know, just, keep, just keeping in touch with people um, as best we can. Like, you know, if there's a, an issue, you know, our staff is available to, for us to talk to. So, uh, yeah.
0: So it's important for people to know that you are, you're still available, that they can reach out, that city government continues to operate even though we're not physically at the city building.
1: Definitely. Definitely.
0: So um, have you had any particular issues where people have reached out to you that you've had to navigate during the pandemic? Or has it been kind of general normal city things? When is, when is yard waste pick up? Those kinds of things. It's
1: been, a lot of it has been generally that. Um, you know, we, we've had some concerns about, you know, speeding on certain you know residential streets and and um, kind of took that to the the police who gave you know they responded really well to that concern. Um, so it's at least I, I was speaking for myself, you know uh, the things I've heard about have been um, your your typical city concerns that haven't really been particularly you know coronavirus related. so,
0: so as we continue to move forward and we plan for the future. Do you think think that there will be things about either, you know, zoning um, or neighborhoods that will shift because of this experience? Have you thought about that at all?
1: In what way, do you think?
0: Well, I guess, you know, I'm wondering about densities, right? You know, and how neighborhoods are comprised and you know, making sure that people have access to walking paths and things like that. I just, you know, I I am trying and I'm sure you are as a council member to start really focusing on what is our future going to look like. And so if we live with some version of this for some period of time, what are the things that we can do at the city government level to help our citizens adjust?
1: No, no, I think that's uh, that's a good point you raise. Um, I do think one of the things that we do is as, as with our newer development is I think we often you know put in uh, walkability as a major uh, component of that. Um, for the older parts of town, I mean it, this kind of depends. Um, like again, I haven't heard particularly about that, and I will go back and say I did get one coronavirus related uh, inquiry, but. Um, yeah I'll I'll be honest with you so my concern and not to sound cold about it but one of the concerns I have is there are things that we always need to be doing as a city and things that we need to address but I I don't know what will be what will be capable of during this time and post coronavirus because of the impact on our budget that this has had and will continue to have Uh, like I said I don't want that to sound cold but in order to do some of these things, we need to have the funds to do them. And I'm just not sure how much, how much, how many funds we'll have in order to be, to do these things. But, um,
0: yeah, I, mean, I don't,
1: I don't want, I, I'm, I'm a little nervous about thinking too big, uh, on, on some stuff. Cause I first want to see, uh, how the dust settles and then kind of go from there.
0: Yeah. And we're starting to go into our, our budget planning, and it's a very different discussion than even what we thought we'd be having two months ago. Um, you know, we had just increased the food and beverage tax and actually had funds to start talking about um, new projects that I think had been sitting for some period of time that council was excited about. Um, and now we are, you know, trying to look at what are the baseline services. So it's a a different world.
1: Indeed. Yeah.
0: Um, what, um, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. (laughs) Okay. So, um, tell me a little bit about what, um, you would like to see council working on. Is there anything, you know, in the next month or so that you think are, that we need to focus on besides the budget?
1: Well, there's always, you know, there's always outreach. And I think that, you know, the only way to do that now right now is technology wise and kind of, you know, social media maybe, or or, or things of that nature. But um, it's it's really, it's really important to know what are people going through right now? What are the needs people have right now? Like I said, a moment ago, I mean, I'm not sure how much we'd be able to fulfill there, but, um, um, you know, there's been such an economic impact, uh, to businesses, to employees, to people's income. And I know that the the state government and the federal government has been working on that. Um, but I would maybe like to see, you know, is there anything that we as a city could do? Um, to help people, I don't. I don't know what the answer is to that, but it's maybe a discussion um, that I think we we could at least look into.
0: And we will have about five hundred thousand dollars of additional um, CDGB money that um, we're still determining what the regulations are with respect to how that can be parcelled out to people. So we will have a little bit. I mean. 500,000 sounds like a lot of money, but when you start looking at the unmet need, it's gonna be gone in an instant.
1: Yeah, yeah, it will. How about you? It,
0: I think I think making sure that we are, um, we're meeting our you know, baseline services, the fire police, public works kinds mm-hmm. of services, but also continuing to plan for that future. I think that's something that the city did really well in 2007 during the recession. Mm -hmm. Um, It was really hard. We made a lot of significant cuts to our budget. I think we cut about $11 million out of our budget in about a three year time span. But during that process, we continued to maintain some of the services that I guess I would qualify as hopeful you know, things that would help drive business development in the future. We were poised to believe that we would come out of it and recover um, and that we need to be prepared to start, you know, processing building permits and things like that. We still needed staff for those functions. And I think the city of Champaign's experience in 2007, will help us navigate what's before us today.
1: That's good. Yeah. I um uh, you know I think part of the you know I I I think we obviously need to look at sort of designing what will the city of Champaign look like um once things start reopening. And when that will be obviously is is a little out of our hands. I mean we're we're currently under the, the orders of the governor uh, through at least the end of May, but uh, yeah, I mean, um, I think having a having a plan or, or at least the the base of baseline of a plan about uh, what will you know what will what will the city look like um, going forward, I think is good, and that's something that we can work with uh, um, work with uh, ourselves and also just hearing from stakeholders in the community too.
0: You know, I have been fascinated, you've probably seen it on social media as well, with all of the reports on the dramatic changes to the environment because of the shutdown. Um, And there are some cities doing some creative um, workarounds relating to walking and biking um, and really using the opportunity to, to rethink their city. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, some of those are larger cities that have a lot more of a traffic issue than we do. Um, But there may be some things like that where there are some opportunities to um, use this as a jumping point for transition or transformation. And I I hope that um, we're able to take advantage of that.
1: Yeah, I actually think I've been pleasantly surprised at the reports I've been seeing worldwide about how quickly the climate has been positively affected by the the changes the quarantines or whatever you want to call it that we've all been doing uh, because of this um I don't know it gives me hope but I also hope that part it built into that is can we continue this momentum obviously not to the extreme we have then, but can we continue it and do things that as you were just saying, would be would be good for the environment.
0: Yeah, yeah and it may be that people have um, they, there's a takeaway from all of this, right? I mean, maybe people walk more or you know eat less processed food because they can't get to it. I you know I don't I don't know what the answer is, but I, I do think there is an opportunity for some positive change. Mm-hmm. And um, although we need to be mindful of the people who are really unduly impacted, as you mm-hmm. have said, um, I also think that we need to find the opportunities in what's going on.
1: Yeah, agreed.
0: Okay, so I have been asking everybody, since it it looks like masks are gonna be our, our or some kind of face covering, is going to be our new normal if you are going to be wearing a mask from now on assuming you could get your hands on the material or the pattern what what logo what pattern are you going to have on your mask going forward
1: oh gosh uh at this point i'll just whatever mask uh, i can get uh that works that's what I i don't really care about anything (laughs) like that so, you
0: know, and, you know, going forward, you're not going to do a St. Louis Blues one or something?
1: <laughs> you know, if, if I can come across a St. Louis Blues uh, mask, I will, uh, I will wear that. There's also a, um, I was actually saw online the other day, a, a Doctor Who mask. Oh, uh, cool. That was uh, decorated as his, like, it was in blue and it was a TARDIS, which is his time traveling machine, uh, was on there. I, I would have gotten it, except they wanted uh, $30 for it. Wow. For, for I think, two masks, and I have no idea whether that's a good or not, but fifteen dollars per mask was not something I wanted to spend, so really, <laughs> I, I, I'll wear whatever is uh, effective and affordable.
0: That's great. So is there anything else you want to tell everybody before we sign off?
1: Um, I guess not not to nothing more than I guess that we've already talked about. Um, you know I, I'm always thinking about the city and what things what people are going through now and what the future is going to hold for it and uh i just hope people um i hope people are doing as best they can and i hope that they're, they're healthy so yeah that's it really thank you thank you